Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode three, currently known as the Property.ca podcast, but we've officially decided with a name. We are moving into Tales of the Lockbox, Tales from the Lockbox. It's a podcast episode I started a while back. We're bringing it back, Tales from the Lockbox. Uh, We're just working on the final branding. So when you look for this podcast online, it will be known as Tales of the Podcast. For those of you who listened to the first three episodes of this, without our name, thank you. You are original believers. Um, (laughs) We appreciate you being with us. And uh, hopefully in a couple years from now, when I'm the next Grant Cardone, uh, you'll remember that you were here from the beginning. So thank you. So today we are talking about, you know, unveiling Toronto real estate. And as you know, if you're listening, my name is Josh Benoliel. I am the VP of sales at property.ca, also owning condos.ca. Quick little plug there. If you're listening to this, make sure you jump online today and download the condos.ca app and the property.ca app. There are substantial features that are not offered on any of those other real estate apps that you are using. I will not name them, but you know who they are. We have more sophisticated technology and tools. So download the condos.ca app today. If you're a real estate agent within our company listening to this, please take a minute even now while you're watching the meeting or listening to the podcast and go and rate us in the podcast store. Every single rating helps. If you're watching this on YouTube, pop us that thumbs up. It goes a long way. It helps us rate the podcast on the podcast channels, wherever you're listening from. Enough of that plug-in. Let's get down to business. We got our guest here today, and his name is Vanny Vanny. It's actually Vani. 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 Vani, Vani, Vani. We'll go Vani. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so Vani, um, you know, we're going to get into your little quick little story, but you'll give us a little snippet of yourself. For those of you who don't know who you are or you do, Vani was with us for quite a bit of time. He, like other agents in the past, thought the grass was greener on the other side. He left property.ca to go look for New Horizons. Uh, I guess came heard, running back. <laughs> I, well, I guess you, you might have heard the excitement that's been happening within the brokerage. Is that part of it? Like, why don't, you, why don't we just talk about that for a second? Tell us why you left and why you're back quickly. To be honest, I left because um, you know I I always thought maybe a brand name could get me further in my career. You know, you know who I'm talking about. Um, and when I left, I, I slowly realized that a brand name doesn't really matter. All those clients that I had were going to use me anyway. But with no added interest with those companies, they're not really doing anything for me. Whereas at property.ca, you got a load of features and tech and apps and, you know, hopefully AI in the near future. Obviously, it's the new thing. But technologically, like we are way far advanced than any other companies out there. Right. And that's kind of what brought me back, because I know in the near future, that's where real estate's heading to. And that's where this brokerage is positioned to be. So that's why I'm back. Well, welcome back aboard the uh, the big ship here. We yes. are in light speed mode forward, um, and like you said, you know we're we're constantly evolving. I think the real estate model has changed from a traditional brokerage model, whereas you know ten years ago, working at a Forest Hill real estate or a Harvey Callis real estate, having that brand behind you as an agent, that was an important piece in the puzzle. Right, being around those people. But in twenty twenty three, as the world's evolving so quickly, being at a brokerage that's offering you tech support, leads, coaching, accountability, and culture, which is what we do very well here. Those are the key things that any real estate agent should be looking for when they're joining a brokerage. And I think that not only have we done that well in the past, we are shifting the way we do that in the future, like things like this podcast and other things that we have going on in the background to make us leaders. So 
Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you. We're Appreciate happy to it. have you. And we're going to talk you. a little bit more about your story as we get towards the end of this and get Absolutely. into the weeds here. Yep. But let's talk about some stuff that we got on the on the meeting here. So first thing, you know, uh, I don't have the numbers on me. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll check them up. But, you know, you're a top producer before you left. I know you're going to be a top producer again while you're here with us, coming in with a lot of energy. You know, how do you stay motivated every week? Like, let's talk to the agents who are listening, who are watching live. What, 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 what motivates you, buddy? I think just like any buyer and seller, there needs to be a why, right? Um, you know, if you're going to meet a seller today and they don't have a strong why, most likely they're not going to move or they're going to be asking a high listing price because their why isn't that great. So if you don't have a strong why, you're going to be unmotivated week in, week out. But if you have a strong why, for me, it's my family. Okay. You know, I want to retire my parents. I want to do those things as well as I want to have nice things, right? So those are my whys, and that's why I stay grounded and motivated every week. And, you know, with me, um, obviously building out the team and, you know, taking on some masterminds in the Saga office, these are all things that I like to do to stay motivated, keep top of mind, because it allows me to stay at the top of my game, whether I'm with other agents or other customers, and it allows me to become great. So... And you say your family. So personal question, just because that's what we do on a podcast. We get a little Absolutely. Um, are you married? you have kids? What's your kind of, you know, just so we, when you say family. Yeah. So you mentioned your parents there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, everyone would love to take care of their parents. Is that right. is that where it, it, it kind of stops or is there further, just to get into the headspace. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm, um, I have a girlfriend, but okay. my, my family is basically my parents. I don't have any kids, but I do have three. Uh, I have two niece, um, one niece and two nephews. So I'd like to take care of them as well. Nice. Uh, but I don't have an immediate family, no. So you want to pull that full Nelk. You want to show up at your your parents' house. With, with the cash, with right? With a stack of cash. You want yeah. to show up one day and be like, Mom, I paid off the mortgage for you. That's Dad, right. I bought you a brand new Mustang on yeah, the driveway. Yeah. And just it's, have it's them like, drop. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. See, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm on it. today, guys. I'm like telepathically <laughs> already hosting without even hosting. I there love you go. that. You know, and, that, and that's amazing. You need to have a why. You need to identify the why. And it's even with sales. When you're selling something, you need to know why the person's selling. You need to listen right. for those situations. You know, right. I, and I'll, I'll tap into an interesting thing here. You know, I, I watch a lot of motivational things and coaching and all these different things I do. One of the best motivational things I, I heard recently, which is why we're kind of doing this podcast, why I wanted to get together with people like right. yourself, is because you will become 15% more successful if you spend majority of your time around a top producer. So 15% more successful when you spend your time around a top producer. Wow. You will be 50% less successful when you spend time around losers. Wow. And not necessarily losers, but not just low performers. Yep. So you can just see how by spending a little bit of time Right. around the right people and right. in the right environment can drastically change your book of business. And that's where I, I was really excited to get you on here because, you know, you're taking the initiative to try and to, to push this team forward. Not to say try, you're going to. I know you will because I know you're a highly motivated individual. Um, but, you know, having these masterminds so people want to hear it. You're doing something in Mississauga, there's a time talk. That's a good way to get in the room with somebody like yourself uh, and take that opportunity. Right. You're not going to just pick up a phone and, and, and I'll just throw Grant Cardone's name out there again, <laughs> yeah. call, pick up the phone and start talking to Grant Cardone and be his best friend. But you start surrounding yourself and setting that intention, hey, I'm going to go to some of the sessions, I'm going to go to one of the experiences. You're spending time with that person without right. 
thinking like, hey, I don't need to spend it every day. Now, when you come to the office, when you work in a sales environment, it's really important to start spending time with some of our top producers in our company. So Absolutely. all the agents who are listening to this, they're saying, how do I get to that next level? How do I break that next zero on my GCI report for the end of the year? It's spend more time with the top producer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right? All right, we'll keep going into here. So these slides are a little sticky, Lucas. We're going to have to figure something out about this situation. Why don't you go to the next one for me? All right, so our next in-office training. Let's go back there. Oh, we got a little fast. It kind of backlogged there. So our next in-office training, for those of you who are listening, again, if you're not part of our brokerage, we do meetings every Tuesday and we do trainings every Thursday. This Thursday, the one, the only, Adam Linden will be joining us in the office to talk about the riches are in the niches or the niches, however you want to call it. That's about farming. That's about breaking down that next step above and beyond where you are in claiming online leads, converting leads, and getting into a specific market that you can target, that you can market towards, and that you can define where you're going. And that's interesting segue into what you're doing right now. Why don't yeah. you just give us a quick little, you know, minute synopsis yeah. of what you're looking to do here, what you're working on. So I will say one thing, you know, coming from a different brokerage, the the training here into very hyper-specific markets is bar none a lot better than those generalized trainings out there. Like having a training like this really helps you double down on what you're doing. Um, whereas, you know, going to a listing presentation training, it's like, you know, it's so far-fetched. Like we get that already, right? Yeah. So and getting into hyper too. hyper stuff like this is really, really important. But uh, what I'm doing is um, basically a lot of my business is in Simcoe. So it's north, basically Highway 9. You got the Innisfil, Bradford, Barrie. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to build a team out there. Um, hopefully get it to 15, 20 agents by the end of next year. I had nine agent interviews this week alone. Well, last week. Um, so it's going really well. And I'm just trying to create a team out there because, Beautiful. you know, our brokerage, we have a few agents up there, but... Nothing really concrete, which is what I'm trying to grow out there. You want to be the next Jay McNabb. There you go. That's what I'm trying to do. Yes, I do Don't know him. Don't step though. into the ring with that guy, buddy. <laughs> I, I've I've seen him. He's a pretty big dude. So. Jay, you're listening to this. Or you catch <laughs> at one point. You know, one time we were, I was showing one of his condos, and I call him. I go, "Where's the key?" He goes, "Oh man, I'm just doing my way in for my fight, but I'm gonna call you back in five minutes." I was like, "Okay, I got it. Get, I guess who I'm up against here." Well, so. hopefully, me and Jay do a deal soon. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you know, I grow. I I do a ton of business in the Simcoe area as yeah. well. So I have a property in Innisfilt, property in Aurelia with my That's family. Where I live in Innisfilt. So uh, it's, it's, it's a ton of, it's a great area. It's growing so quickly. So Thursday, Adam Linden, uh, riches to niche in, are in the niches. If you want to think about farming and taking your business to that next level, come on in there. Again, I'm going to remind everybody that Thursday, February 29th is the last day that Stratus will exist. So don't be complacent and wait till the last minute to start to use Realm like 99.9% .9 of the people listening to this will be. Don't wait till February 28th. Um, get on that. Start using Realm. It's an incredible platform. I use it on my phone religiously. It's a really great functionality when you're on the road, booking, showing, you're looking yeah. for information. It's incredible. So yeah. download the Realm app as a step one. Like get that app as well. A second app today we're plugging, but download that Realm app, get that flowing out there. Also, it's a leap year. So 
It's either going to be good luck or bad luck. We're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it moving, Lucas. Got okay. a few extra days to call leads, right? So, yeah. So, uh, so Vani, we got... Uh, have you met Miriam yet? At I, the holiday I have. Party? I have. I have. Well, just online. I, I was supposed to meet her at the property.ca party, but we didn't end up meeting. Well, she's in the office yeah, on absolutely. Thursdays. Okay, sweet. So, that's a good day for any Beautiful. agents who need help with deals in person. Miriam works in this office on Thursday. She'll be here. Beautiful. You can find her here. Miriam is incredible at what she does. She gets hard deals done, especially now we're going up. The interest rates are up. You know, you need somebody to help you cross the line. Yep. And you can't just go to the bank. And Miriam prides herself on what she does, continuously helps me close deal after deal, and brings back clients that I brought to her months in the, in the past once the time's ready. So, uh, Miriam, I know you're on the call. Why don't you give us the mortgage minute? Uh, let us know what's happening. Last week you missed it, so we didn't talk about the interest rate increase. I know I heard from a couple of people. A lot of people are are uh, hitting that that tipping rate. I forget the word that the uh, trigger the, the trigger rate. Sorry, yeah, my point. brain wasn't working on that. A lot of people are hitting their trigger rates right now. You know that's some scary stuff. If you have a one point five million dollar mortgage that was six grand a month and now it's not nine grand a month. Yeah, what's yeah, what's going absolutely. on, Miriam? Talk to yeah. us. I think um, what's what's good is what I kind of uh, per spoke about a few weeks ago and where the banks are being supportive in that sense. So this morning we got a couple of emails already where they're looking to increase amortization, a couple of banks offering a 40-year amortization, 35 and 40 years. That kind of spreading out the mortgage amount, decreasing the monthly payment, making it more affordable so that you're not pushing people into a B lender. And so that was huge news this morning, which was good. We got a lot of e emails coming in where 35-year AMs at MCAP and TD also, if anybody has any deals that have gone through or have been approved in the last couple of weeks, they should have either their brokers or like me, it's it's simple, it's automatic. All my clients have their um, their files resubmitted so that we can get the new discounted rates on all of them. So TD is offering better rates right now. So on an RSM discount. So for all condos, like right away, you're offered 0.5 for all your clients. But now on top of that, they are being a little bit more aggressive in their margins. So that's looking good. I think what's, um, I guess the tip that I can give this week above all is just um, knowing that there are new products, there's a new um, self-employed income product that with uh, Duca Financial that allows uh, self-employed income. So we can take six months bank statements and on a four or a five year term, you're no longer paying that 1% lender fee, 1% broker fee, which is great. So we have a lot of different products. I pride myself in the fact that one, um, your pre-approvals are done within 24 hours. Um, two, rates are guaranteed up until closing. So if we need to move a lender, that's what we do. So every live offer stays on my desk. Um, we keep your clients in with you. So I think there's a couple on the line that will confirm. I don't know if they're going to speak up, but we did have one specific deal where the client actually wanted to use their boyfriend's um, realtor. And I pushed and confirmed that she was definitely with the best realtor at property and he was able to um, actually close this deal this week and did a, a purchase on the weekend and he ended up keeping the deal, which was good. So that's the idea. I'm keeping in touch. We're keeping it with the realtors. I'm part of your team. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get when you have someone like me on your team, it's definite bonus all around. So that's pretty much where it stands. Does anybody else 
I guess, Josh, do you have any questions? Yeah, definitely. And, and I think just an important piece that you said there, when I work with somebody, you're hiring my team. Miriam's part of my team. My lawyer's part of my team. We're, we're a full suite. We work together. We integrate it. So it's important. But a couple things you pointed out there. Number one, uh, the person, the agent that you're talking about, I don't think they did a good job getting the client in with them. So we might need to talk about that. But this Duca product that you talked about, so does that work for Prex as well for all the agents who are listening to this? Um, like, does that mean like now I can qualify my prec income towards a mortgage or am I still stuck? Now there, there is actually another, um, real another specific, not Duca, but RFA that does do T4A income. So two years T4A income. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you've put it through the prec, but if you have a T4A income, you could do that too. For prec right. income, it's debatable. Some of them are excluding it. So I don't think Duca would do prec. And, and uh, okay, cool. And on, on the side of like, you know, these trigger rate stuff, like, you know, what are you hearing? Like, I, 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 one of my clients actually called me uh, this weekend and said, the bank's foreclosing on their property. They're going into receivership. So, you know, have you heard about this at all? Like, this is obviously a commercial so building that's expensive. Banks, down yeah, the bank, I think pretty much the only person, people that deal with trigger rates are TD. And from what I know, and I've spoken to, I have like TD um, BDMs in my office all the time. They don't want to take your house. They don't want to foreclose. They're willing to work with you. I think the majority is you have to push your clients to actually call them and just say, you know, this is my issue. How can I make this work? And they do work with them. They they send out multiple emails. So ignoring them isn't good. And obviously I have calls all the time with clients where I say, just call me back. Let me know what they offered. Josh, you know, but let me know what they offered. Let me see if we can find another option. Let me see if we can find another amortization. Things like 40 year M may be able to help someone at a different bank. Definitely. So, or, We've done it before together know, multiple times. Exactly. So you just have to know different strategy options. Like a lot of the clients, I'm just saying them clear out. Tell them you just want to pay interest at this time. And that interest yeah. payment just until the rates change. And that's what they do just to keep their property. Okay. Interest only payments at this point, you know? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Any questions? Do you have yeah, anything there? Like, no, no, it's pretty, uh, pretty much nailed it. Yeah. So. And you know, like we've, br I've brought in people to Miriam before that have said, oh, I'm working with a mortgage broker. And I said, well, do me a favor. Just have a call with my broker. Second opinion. You know right? what I mean? Get that second opinion in there. Yeah. Thank you, Miriam. Because like that matters so much, right? Yeah, like absolutely. we've been able to, we've been, they've said, oh, I'm with BMO and this and that. I go, just get another opinion because she's shopping around to other products. Absolutely. And in some situations, we've actually been able to move the needle to like 100K further because we've done right. that. So that's well, amazing. It's also huge that she's on your team because you've heard so many nightmare stories about agents referring other mortgage agents. Totally. And those agents referring them to another realtor, right? I've heard of them like oh, yeah. nonstop. So having somebody that's pushing on your side is huge. So. I've only had one scary deal, it's Tales yeah. of the Lockbox. I'll give yeah. you one quick <laughs> one here. I've only had one scary deal in my career. Uh, it was in the beginning where, you know, um, it went to a mortgage broker. That mortgage broker pushed certain things to happen. It was like a nightmare. It was closing right before Christmas. It was a complete nightmare situation and it was all on the back of that mortgage broker right after that one deal yeah i like completely like changed the way i did business from there absolutely and like i needed to know exactly what was going on and and and, and uh it changed you need somebody that aligns with your values with your motive totally. with your work ethic right otherwise and if you're not system. answering yeah if he's not answering his call or every two days like like you're like you are yeah. right or you're not but you need somebody on your side like that. So yeah, Miriam, I send her an email. There was also, I forgot to mention, there was one deal that happened this week that um, actually the client was 
on a five-day COF, and it's a it's a Vaughn realtor who could not close their deal, and he called me and said, Mir, can you reach out to the client? And, and I said, of course. We redid the deal and found them a place for the mortgage within the five days of COF. Hmm. So I'm here to support, even if I don't win the deal, I help the banks kind of like, it's an all-around. I know that this is a support for property. I'm here to like work with everyone. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to get every deal, but I'm here to support you to give you a good, clear picture of the client you're working with. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Miriam. Thank you. We're going to move into the marketing section of uh, today's conversation, which is interesting to see your opinion, Vani, because you know, you're know you a top producing agent who's definitely done marketing for yourself. You didn't get to that point without doing any marketing. Right. And now you're saying you're starting a team, you're having interviews with people. I know you're starting to, but you're, you're interviewing people. So you know, for every agent listening out there, whether it's big, small, or in the middle, you know, giving your piece of advice, tell the camera, like synopsis, what's your marketing tip so to get big, people going? Yeah, so the biggest thing I think now is you see a lot of agents cutting costs because they're not sure if they can sell the listing. But I think now more than ever is where you should spend money on the eye guide, the floor plans. You wanna maximize and show your listing to the full potential because I'm gonna tell you 90% of agents are not doing that. They're probably spending money on HDR photos and nothing else, mm -hmm. right? But if you have the drone footage, if you have the HDR, you have the floor plans, you have all that, and you maximize your listing versus others, and you do the Facebook ads, the Instagram ads, where you're showing other people your listing, no doubt you'll sell it faster than the other totally. person will, right? Yeah, you gotta so, send your product right now. Yeah, a lot of people are cutting back costs right now, but I think this is where you should spend the most money, right? People that spend more money in down markets tend to have the upper hand in upper markets, right? Because Definitely they'll see their name over and over in the down market. So when they're ready to sell, be like, this guy, I've seen him for the last two years. I'm going to call him, right? Or her. Well, you know that's why I mean? you're a winner, buddy. Yeah. So When people um, are retreating, you double down. You got to double down. That's, because, that's how me and Jeff have always been. Yeah, that's how we always ride. Yeah, you got to double down. And any top producer you see out there, even in the down market, you start to see their names double, triple, four times over because they're always doubling down on what works. And that's very, very important. It's an amazing tip. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, on that topic of kind of media for property. Yeah, add yeah else? I want to yeah. add something else. So a big thing is look at your deals last year. Take a look at where most of your deals have come from, whether that be property.ca, whether that be sphere of influence, whether that be social media. You want to take the top two and double down on those in the slow market because that's where you're getting your deals from. So spend more time and energy in those two things. Perfect. Incredibly said, like absolutely, you know, and, and having that vision, a plan. But I want to circle back to the media thing you said. Right. One of the things I just did differently for a listing that we just brought out is we actually spent the money to um, create the do the twilight photos. Oh, huge. I don't always do twilight yeah. photos, but I got to tell you, moving forward, I think that's going to become a very specific Absolutely. part of my packaging and my marketing. Right. A lot of agents don't do it. It costs more money to do it. But when you have a nice house, and we're going to show the listing in a minute. Especially with pot lights. Here, with pot lights, Beautiful. the twilight photos. And, it's, and if you market that as your cover photo, yeah. you're standing out from the rest. And it just brings people in on a whole nother level. So I really encourage people to think about that twilight photography. Very important piece uh, added on to what you
what you were saying. Yeah, especially if you go to like five open houses on a weekend and you have five different flyers and one shows Twilight, the other four don't. Yeah. Your eyes are immediately on the standing Twilight. Out. You know, it's standing out, right? Totally. Just like you should double down. That's another thing you should double down on All marketing, it. right? Some it's only a couple tips. hundred bucks, right? You just got to do it's it. It's worth it. It's worth it. So You got you to pay to play. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, we're in the year over year summer again. We talked about this last week. Um, I guess we didn't update this stat so much. Sorry for the property.ca agents who are live on stream. Uh, we're going into the same numbers again. But I actually want to talk about it again, which is interesting, because after last week's, last week's meeting, I met with some of our top producers, and we were actually talking about like the numbers a little bit more in detail. Right. And, you know, it's interesting to see. I don't know if you caught last week, but let's talk about it a little bit. So year-over-year year sales, this right. is all of GTA on Treb, are up 16.5%. Okay. But everyone says that the sky is falling right now. Yeah. But we're up over a thousand transactions more happened in the month of June in 2023 than they happened in 2022. Yeah. How can that be if the sky is falling? I think a lot of people that have money or have a down payment or have a lot of equity in their homes, I think they're all in the market right now. They know interest rates are high. They know home prices are low and they know historically as interest rates go up home prices go down yeah and they're the people that are going to be making the most money on equity when the interest 100%. rates go back down right so the fish the fish are out there the investors the builders the people with equity the people that have money they're all out there buying the people that are not out there buying are the first-time buyers that are kind of on the sidelines the people that think the market's going to crash for the last 10 years yeah they're always on the sideline right the people that are investors, the people that are gonna make money, they're out, and they're out, as you can see with the uh, with the um, market going. Yeah, up, so. and I mean that's definitely where it's been at. Like you know, I work with a lot of people who have cash to buy properties. Yeah, um, and that's what we're doing. We're, yeah, we're buying yeah, yeah, properties yeah. right now. We're yeah, getting yeah. opportunities. So it's interesting. So sales, the volume of sales were up, and the amount of listings was down though. We know that though. Right. We've seen that happening. Right, People right. are scared. They know that they're not going to get the money they want, so they're holding back. Right. Makes sense. Down 12% year over year from June to June. Um, months of inventory down almost 25%, yeah. which creates an interesting thing. So now you're kind of at this tipping point, in my opinion, where you have less people putting houses on the market, also less people buying, but the right stuff is selling. And that's right. where you really want to be watching right now. Like, Marketing on point, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. You want to stand out from the crowd, and 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 that's where you got to think about. Like, if I'm buying an investment property, I want to buy the right property, not just buy any condo because it's a condo and it's a good deal on it. Right. Because good things are selling fast and other things are sitting. Yeah. Average price up three point two percent year over year. Good number. We like that. Good number, of course. So you got two red, two greens and three reds. Yeah, the people who think the sky is falling. If you see this, it's not really falling. Prices are pretty steady, man. I, I even in Simcoe, like things are are. The, it depends the, what. Yeah, the, be the, careful the, what you say. I know this market crappy, well. The crappy bungalows with the with the crawl spaces that have no basement. I know this market well. You know they're yeah. they're they're selling at the six seven seven fifty range, right? But if you got those good houses, the renovated houses, detached homes in Simcoe that are selling for nine nine fifty, they're going. Yeah, and they're going fast for sure. Right? You got the people that are selling in Bradford for one point two, one point one, you know, one point two five, and maybe because of the interest rates, they're downsizing. They're moving to Innisville for nine hundred. Right? Right. They're saving three hundred k on their mortgage. So you see that happening a lot. Yeah. Even I had a I had a deal uh, in Innisville now, and they sold their detached home in Bradford for one point three. 
and they bought for one for one, right? Right, in Innisfil. In Innisfil. In a new brand new town. And yeah, and a no, brand it's, new... it's a brand new detach, right? Right, one, a brand new detach where, like off Innisfil Beach Road uh, or one of these. Off Sixth Line and yeah. uh, Maple Road. Yeah, yeah. So it's right there. It's right yeah, beside right the beach. Right by my house there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's it's happening. People are selling in Bradford, the Vons, and they're moving up north. So that's yeah. why homes are still selling because people are just downsizing. Well, everyone always has to move. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what's happening. Exactly. People need a place to live. Right. And people have issues going on. Right. that I need to move. Right. So interesting, let's just talk about Simcoe for a second. So you talk a lot about Simcoe, 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 yeah. and I think you and I understand that Simcoe isn't just cottage country. It's not. You got but a lot, a lot of people, of people listening don't know that. <laughs> yeah. They think yeah. Simcoe is where I go on my cottage. But yeah. do you do a lot of cottage stuff, like waterfront properties? What's, what's happening in that market? Because I do a lot of business there, right. and I'm seeing an interesting thing going on in the cottage world right now right. like what do you what do you what do you feel what's happening in cottage land a little bit now that you're you know the 400 guy what's going on yeah so I, I don't really deal with cottages so much um i'm mainly residential yeah and that's because i went to 12 different schools growing up i went to four different high schools eight different elementary schools i met a lot of people i grew up all in brampton there's all in brampton by okay. the way but all those people decided to just sprawl out, right? Yeah. So I got I got friends in Alliston and Beaton and Tottenham and um, in Innisfil. You got a lot of so spheres dealing, of influence. Uh, yeah, tons <laughs> of sphere, and I'm dealing with a lot of small families, right? Yeah. People with their first kids, second kids. So I'm dealing with those types of people that want to upsize. First they time want upsizing. They, they want, want a house. They want space. Their condo, right? So I'm dealing with a lot of those people with the cottage stuff. I'm not really dealing with that, although I have. Um, probably not more, that's more your yeah. expertise. So I love cottages. Yeah. Uh, I'm a cottage <laughs> guy. But no, it's interesting. So like my, my, my dad's house, which is our cottage that right. I grew up in, now it's his house, we've just built it, is at the end of Mapleview, uh, off of the 400. Near so, Friday Harbor. Near Friday Harbor. Okay. And it was interesting. I was telling somebody this weekend, you know, I used to drive down that road and it was just country road. Right. Now you drive down that road, there's a massive high school. There's house subdivisions on both sides. It, it, it literally looks like you're driving through Thornhill Woods. Yeah. Which yeah, is so yeah. crazy. So there's a lot of homes up there, and it's a great place to move. And they're investing so much. And Barrie's just a, such a big area. Like when you compare Barrie to Aurelia or whatever. It's, it's well, if you see there. the condo plans in Barrie and and where the lake is, they yeah. have like they have like 10, 12 condo proposals, right? Yeah. So it's gonna be pretty cool to see. And the waterfront there. is beautiful. There. It's, like it is the beautiful. condos. I've done a lot of deals in Ellen Street and Toronto Street. Like oh. I know all the buildings downtown in Barrie. Great value, Ellen. Great. Uh, yeah, seventy-five Ellen Street. Great value. <laughs> crazy, man. And two Toronto Street. Great one value. One bedroom, one parking for like three. 50? Yeah, you, especially right now, you yeah. get deals, but yeah. you get this beautiful lake view. And the thing I like about having a property up there is you can actually go in the lake. I'm not a big fan of Lake Ontario, but at Lake Simcoe, you know, you can it's enjoy clean. that water from property. <laughs> and with everyone working remotely right now, like, what's the difference, right? Yeah. You're, you're in yeah. a nice area. Awesome. Let's keep rolling through here and go through some more stuff. So it's some great insight to add to people. Uh, we'll wait for this. I think we're a little laggy on the uh, the screen thing. So company's got 21 new listings this week at property.ca. Uh, mm -hmm. Interesting to see what's happening here. Let's dive into some of them. I think the first one that we're going to talk about is my new listing that I came back out with. Again, 43 Bernard uh, in Yorkville. We put it up for rent at $25,000 a month. It's also available on, uh, let's go to the next, Lucas. It's also available on, uh, one more, on Airbnb, which is great. Um but beautiful house. Again, here's your twilight photos. Yeah, huge. You start to see them. Especially something like this. Like, it's beautiful, man. Yeah, so this is a, a, a gorgeous house. It stands out when you go yeah. to this Victorian. And you know, the, if the picture was bigger, there's a nice Porsche on the on the driveway. <laughs> but there's a fully furnished luxury rental at $25,000 a month. Right. Believe it or not, we got inquiries coming in on this thing. 
I don't, I don't blame people, you. Yeah, people, I, I people aren't that. buying, right? So yeah. they want to rent. It's easy. Yeah. You move in here, especially coming up to hopefully film festival happens if this writer strike ends. Uh, in, yeah. You know, in California, yeah. uh, people are inquiring about this property. So I thought it'd be interesting to bring up that Twilight thing here. It's huge. It yeah. makes such a difference. Yeah. Let's keep going here. My buddy Maury down in the North York office. He's been working hard out there. Maury, if you're listening, you're doing a great job. Uh, Maury brought a, a condo out at Bathurst and Shepherd. It's a two-bed, two-bath with a parking spot. Uh, I think it's over almost 1,000 square feet, if I'm not mistaken. I saw it somewhere. I don't remember right now. Uh, at Bathurst and Shepherd, 760 Shepherd Avenue. Quiet boutique building. I don't know if you know these buildings. are lower-rise buildings. So 611 might be one of the top floors. Great, great, great value in a spot like that. What else we got here, Lucas? Lockers, oh, go, go back lock, to it, yeah. Lockers on the same floor. Lockers on the same that's, floor. That's huge. A lot of, you know, this is like a lot of like you're in the Bathurst Manor kind yeah. of area. A lot of like right sizers are moving out of their their right. homes into places like this. Yeah. Uh, so that so so there's some great stuff, and the maintenance fees are decent on properties like this. So hit up more. What cool. else we got here, Lucas? Our buddy Sean bringing it up into to another area up in, up in the neck of the woods in the Vaughn North York Territory, 80s and Tibbies. I grew up in this area. You know, another big value, two bedrooms, 650. These units are huge at Antibes. I know this building. So look at this trend that we're talking about. Yeah. I thought we talked about Maury having a listing, two bedroom, two bathroom, Bathurst and Shepherd, uh, 750. Now, now uh, Sean Miller's got a listing, 650. Bathers and Finch, and yeah. you're talking about Young Street and Ellen and Barry at like 350 a square foot. <laughs> so now you want to start getting into the market, you're 350 for a two bedroom. Look at the, that's I think a one plus den, but yeah, yeah. look how much spread you have right now. If you're a first time buyer getting out into the market, right. you might not buy, be buying your forever home right now. You're right. But yeah, get absolutely. in. Get in. There's absolutely. an opportunity now. It might be more expensive than what you thought you were getting, or you might be getting something smaller, but there's an entry point right now. Absolutely. You can negotiate, you can put conditions yeah, in your yeah. offer. As you a first-time buyer, do you have to leave where you're living now? Do you, yeah. do you don't have to leave? Great. Invest in this condo in Barrie. These are what the prices were in March let 2021. The rent and look, this is what you're paying now. Let the rent come in and look how much money you're going to make. In and, the rents are, and the rents are comparable to Toronto yeah. and Barrie right now. They're not like... No, they're not. They're, yeah, they're not substantially... Barrie's pretty good on rent. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. like it's substantially lower. Like it's not. They're, they're, no. they're somewhat in line it's pretty there. similar. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. What else we got here, Lucas? So assignments and exclusives... Uh, is this something that you've dealt with? Do you have any experience talking in the assignment world? Have you dealt with that up there, especially maybe in the freehold? I'd love to hear if you have any experience in the freehold assignment situation. I know a lot of these developments up in the areas that you're talking about, right. are, it's time to get a mortgage on them. Yeah, so what, <coughs> what I do know about assignments is I think in this market, this is where you're going to get the best deals Sorry. Yeah. in this okay. market, um, the assignment world. You got people that have mortgages coming up, they're 200,000 short, they can't close. If you have a little bit of money or cash laying around, you'll get a couple hundred thousand dollars off what the builder's asking with some of these homes. I know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. And then you got all, all these, um, on all these groups that we have, the exclusive groups yeah, on, on WhatsApp, Facebook, on Facebook. Agent groups. You got these people selling 100,000 below what they bought for two years ago. It's crazy. Right? I've seen, I've seen a few condos in Vaughan at-, um, at Transit uh, City. Yeah, Transit City. They bought it for five seventy nine, five ninety nine. They're trying to get rid of them four ninety nine. Great, great, great way to get into the market, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know much about assignments, but I just know that this is probably the best deals that you can get in this market. Yeah, right I now. definitely agree. If you have yeah. cash yeah. and you want to pick up a deal right now, unfortunately, there's people who are 
I hate to say hurting out there, they hurting. but they yeah. are. Yeah, um, yeah. And now's a good time to talk to your realtors, agents who are listening to this, especially our property.ca agents who are listening. You want to get yourself acclimated with what's happening in the assignment market right yeah. now. And you need to adjust your way of talking to your leads that you're coming in with in, in t- touch with that. Maybe they are, you gotta understand what their needs are and start to present some of this assignment stuff because from a price per square foot value or an acquisition right. price level, there are some incredible opportunities that you're not just seeing face value on MLS and you really need to understand how they work, what's happening and how you can present that information to your clients to be right. the best all around real estate agent you can be absolutely cool yeah you're definitely doing a disservice if you're not checking the assignment world for your clients because there's a lot out there if they're looking in specific buildings and whatnot you have to be checking that area so yep totally have to be. so let's get into the fun stuff now yeah Vani. yeah why'd you become a real estate agent um so growing up i was uh huge into the nightclub life right my brother and i used to own three nightclubs wow. one in hamilton two in toronto called traffic pumps patio and then one called hush in hamilton so uh, prior to that, I owned an all-ages company called UT Events. We used to do like government, circa all-ages. Um, we did a whole bunch of events. Uh, we, did, um, we did events with much music, MTV. So growing up into that world, I just met so many people. And I just figured, how am I going to transition knowing this many people to doing what I love? So I got into real estate. And it helped because my brother was also flipping homes at the time. He was into the real estate world. So um, it helped that family was in it. But um, that's a big reason, just my network, right? It's so funny that you say that because last week, Claire was here yeah. and we talked about a common theme that happens with uh, women within real estate space where you go from a bottle service girl <laughs> to a real estate agent to a breathwork coach. But there's also a male kind of uh, equivalent to that statement right. where you go from a club promoter to a real estate agent to potentially like an uh, uh, investor. Right. 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 Uh, and it's funny too. Tons I also used to be Tons in the club them. world. Yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what creates this type yeah. of environment. You know, yeah. I used to run Thursday nights at Cube. My, me and my friend now, we would, you know, we bring in 150 plus people yeah, at night. Yeah. You know, Cube there, F stop, everywhere we were running it. So All I get it. It's good days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old F stop. Yeah. That stuff was good. It was good. And for yeah. those of you who don't know, I say <laughs> Cube. On Thursdays? Cube is, uh, is a Saluna. That oh, is the, Cube. That's right, what it right, is. Right, right, so right. all these guys, you know, some of our agents, they say, oh, I'm at Saluna. Saluna was Cube. We were yeah. just, it was back. And before that, it was another place. I don't remember the name. The next generation. These clubs yeah. keep turning over. Well, right? I was in the nightclub scene when Richmond and Peter was the whole strip, right? Yeah. You got Excess, Lot 332. Oh, those were the nice Metro, man. This Is London, Bedeau. That's where um, my hate for gin began. Embassy, right? <laughs> Wet Bar. That, that's where I started clubbing. I was like 14, 15. Me right? too. That's where yeah, I, yeah. I remember being outside, I think it was Wet Bar, drinking a bottle of gin, like 15 years old, and going in. And I remember, I, I haven't drank gin since, let's just say that night. I don't like night. gin, so it's just that night. Yeah. So, so we'll keep getting into some fun stuff here. So what do you like about being a real estate agent? And I'm assuming you're going to say something about meeting people and putting things together because that's just kind of the energy <laughs> that you're pushing off here. But what do you no, like? No, I, I do love meeting people. I do love, um, you know, meeting clients and friends, even friends that I haven't connected with, like for a very long time, right? Um, a lot of these people I have on social media, so like Instagram and stuff. So some of them I haven't connected with in eight to 10 years. Wow. And they're messaging me, hey, Vani, you know, I've been seeing you online. You know, are you able to do this and this for me? I'm like, sure, Right. But the biggest thing that I love is is the freedom, the yeah. fact that we could make our own hours, right, and make use of those hours, right. 
You know, one of my old brokers told me if I grabbed anybody on the street and I told them, if you made a hundred calls a day and I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars a year, would you come do it? They will beg for you to come and do that job. Right? It's a good deal for both parties. Yeah, they will beg for you I, to do I ain't that paying job. that much so, for somebody to come do that. <laughs> I know, but what I'm saying is if yeah. he was a realtor and they didn't want make you those to do hundred it. calls a day, yeah. you're but making the realtor six ain't figures. doing it. Yeah, but you know, as as realtors, we know what we need to be doing, but we don't do it. Why? Because you know, a freedom is a double-edged sword. You're either gonna take it, you're either gonna you're either gonna take one side or the other, but you gotta just make it benefit for you, right? So treat it as a job, treat it as a ninety-five, do what you're supposed to be doing within those hours, right? Um, if you do that, there's no reason why you shouldn't be successful. It's so. beautifully said. Yeah. As realtors, we know what we should be doing, but we don't do it. We never do it. And I, and and I, and use, I, I don't, sometimes I don't do it either. So right? do I. It's, yeah. it's part of it. Part but, you of know, it. you treat it like a nine to five job. I always tell people, oh, you want to make 250 grand a year? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess what? Your, your, your dentist who makes 250 grand a year doesn't just show up for an hour and a day and make four phone calls. He went to school for years. Right. He practices all day, every single day. Yeah. And he's sweating, bleeding that. So you want to work for one, two hours a day, you're going to make 50 grand a year and you can go work, make my coffee at Starbucks. Yeah. And and they're and those dentists are down half a million dollars in, in fees for and uh, offices right? and this yeah, and that. You like even so much overhead. So. You want to make the big money. You got to build a business. You're the CEO. Right. You're the marketing department. You're the accounting department. You're the admin department. You're the education department. You're everything. You are a business. You said it though. A lot of people treat this as a job and not a business, right? People treat this as I'm going to make my money this month and that's it. But if you treat it as a business where you're responsible for the marketing accounting and you have all those things in play, you'll, you'll look at this business a lot differently if you treat it as a business versus totally. a job. So. And that, that, that like literally leads into the next point because a lot of the training that we do here is that most people, especially when you have a high volume of leads coming in like we provide our agents with, what happens Huge. is is that you create an environment where you're working in the business all the time right. and that you're never focusing on working on the business. Right. And really to scale to that next level, you need to be focusing on the business a majority of your day, not just working within the business. So that's kind of where I lead it to. So where would you say, Vani, is your ex advice? You know, if you're a new agent out there, what would be your like, you know, hot, fast and dirty kind of point to tell somebody, a new agent, what, you know, how do you, how do you win? You know, I've always said this, even though, even when I was at my last brokerage, I'm like, if I ever started, I would love to be a property.ca. Yeah. Because the amount of leads that we get here and the quality of the leads, I've had the agent locator leads. I've had... The, don't the, the the Google leads and all those things. I've paid so much money for them, but the quality of the leads at condos and property are a hundred times better than totally. the leads that you're getting online, right? They're actual hot leads. So for any new eight, yeah, they are, they are, and they're and they're warm leads. Like yeah, you're warm. talking to them, right? And and they're, they're real. Ex they're expecting you to call. And they and they right? and they're having a real conversation. They're not yeah. answering the phone, being like, "Why did I click on?" You don't have abcsimplehouses.com, right? You have condos.ca. It has some leverage there. A lot, right? lots of it. So I think for any new agents, I would. Honestly, just do as many leases as you can because leases are huge when you start off. It'll get you acclimated to the paperwork, to talking to clients, get you good on the phones. And over the next year of you doing that, you'll build your business over time and all those people will buy in a year, right? So if I was a new agent, I would double down on leases and get my database going. Totally. That's what I would do. As Amazing. That's a great yeah. piece of advice. couple last questions here to round it off. This has been an incredible conversation. Um, are you currently reading any books? Um, yes, I'm reading 12 Rules of Life by Jordan B. Peterson. Okay. Oh. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah. that's fine. You yeah. like him? Yeah, he's uh, he's interesting. He has yeah. a, he has a lot to say, but you know, I'm I'm a very big believer in um, in hearing what everybody has to say. Yeah. You know, I don't really shut down people's ideologies. I like hearing them first. Yeah, you learn, and, and and based on learning what he has to say and what everybody else has to say, you know, I make my own decision. But right? you're gonna pick and piece the pieces yeah, that absolutely. relate to you. Absolutely, right. So now that I know that, are you listening or reading? I'm reading. Okay. I, I'm reading on my Avid Kindle. Good, good. Yeah. So now that I know that you you read books, what's the best book that you what's your favorite book two questions what's your favorite book and what's a book that you recommend to all the listeners out there to read or listen to if they haven't read to yet um two questions there. um the best book that i've ever read is um, that you love that your favorite go-to yeah um how to win friends and influence people okay i think that's the best book i've ever read okay why because it really teaches you not to talk about yourself and to engage in other people's interests. Because if you're talking about yourself 24-7, people don't really like that or they get turned off. In our business, you can't really be that guy that's always talking about yourself. So, you know, they always say that you're going to listen twice and, and talk once because yeah. you, have you have two, two ears. Two, two, yeah, two, two ears and one mouth. So I think that's the best book I've ever read. What, what was it called again? How to Win Friends and Influence People. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. We'll put that in the YouTube link for like a clickable yeah. download on Amazon really, really as well. Book. Yeah. Okay, and then if you're an agent out there, is that the same book? That's what you would recommend to somebody? It's, it's huge on the aspect of how to hold a conversation and how to get them to like you. Love that. 90% of clients or consumers that you'll meet, 90% of the battle is getting them to like you. If they like you, they'll do business with you, period. That's in any sales book you love totally. to read, right? If they like you, they'll do business with you. So I think that book really confronts that issue with meeting people, whether it be consumer or client. So Amazing. Yeah. Well, that kind of wraps it up for today. This is episode three, Tales of the Lockbox. Our guest, Vani, here is you know growing rock star real estate agent. Look out for the 400 group. Is that what it's called? 400 Realty Group. The 400 Realty Group. Powered it's, by property. You're going you're gonna to see it soon around. I guarantee yep. you. Uh, you will see this guy's face around. He'll be back on the podcast again in the future. Yes, Thank you sir. guys for listening from the company on the meeting. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in, whatever channel you are. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that like and subscribe button. It goes wonders for us. If you're listening on, the po- on, a, on a podcast platform, leave us a review. Help us grow this experience so other people can get information like this i think we brought a ton of value to the people who are listening today download the condos.ca app and the property.ca app they are fantastic for understanding and analyzing real estate real estate on your phone thank you guys have a great day let's get busy selling have a good one thank you